0: Good morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollack and I'm your host here on Wednesdays from 9am to 11am Eastern right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And actually now that I started with my opening there with the 9 to 11am Eastern, I will uh, talk about that time slot in just uh, maybe towards the end of the intro, but um, we're back from Pesach. I'm back from Pesach. I think most people are back from Pesach, it's already Wednesday, it's been like four days, so even if you stayed an extra day wherever you were, Sunday, Monday, you've got to be back by now, no more Pesach, it's it's May, wow, it's May, hey there May 1st, nice to meet you, it's May, and uh, it's back to the real world, it's back to real life, it's back to uh, working, a lot of work, right, I guess not necessarily for me. I spoke to you earlier, last show, I think it was, that I've got an exciting vacation coming up, so I work for another 10 days or so, nine days or so. And then I'm outie. I'm out of here. Heading south of the equator to Ecuador, to Peru. Should be a good time. Uh, But next week I will be on air. Don't worry. But what I meant about, I'll just actually get to it now, from 9 to 11, uh, for the next, I want to say almost till the summer, Bite size will now be from nine to ten a.m. Just because of other programming coming on here at on the Nachum Seal Network at the ten a.m. slot on Wednesdays, and uh, I'm sure he'll more about it on Jam and I'll speak more about it uh, next week. But there will be other programming at that time. So, all right, an hour less, which which uh, to some is fine, especially if you're waiting just for music. Um, Usually what I do is the moment after Pesach all the way until, I think I do it all the way until Shavuos. I just do acapella because A, I like it, and B, you know, I just want everyone to be able to listen to it. And on the flip side, some people say, you only play acapella, I'm not going to listen. All right, fine. You win some, you lose some. As as president of a shul, I've realized that um, there's, you know, 500 people in a room and there's 4,000 opinions. So, you know, you try to satisfy as many as you can. You do your best and you move on. So on this show, at least, we'll be mostly acapella-based. Today is two hours, and I think starting next week it's one hour, and then I think I'll be away for one week, and uh, and then should be back the following week. So that's sort of the bite size schedule pretty much for the remainder of the year. I also want to say I stopped doing bite size sometime in the summer. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's May 1st, so we should probably figure it out sooner rather than later. Speaking of May 1st, today's high is, is 54, according to my app. Also, on the last time we were on bite size, I was I, I I spoke about how this was one of the best winters ever that I've been in New York, and then, you know, I, I man man says something, and God has you know other thoughts about it because like I go down to Houston for Pesach, my Pesach was great. Thanks for asking. And I kid you not, I, I don't know if I've had a better better 10 straight days of Houston weather in my life. It was like 70s. It was like sunny. And, and in Houston, it's known for its humidity. It was sunny and not humid at all. Even the last day of Pesach, which was the hottest day, it was probably like 85. It was no humidity. So it was really like not a big deal walking down the street with my suit. I'm just like, all right, it's not bad at all. Um. So with that, like. I was like, great, I'm going to come back to New York. It's going to be 65. And, and, and you know, to me, I'm always like, um, I'd rather when I'm away, whether it's, you know, when winter Israel for work or, let's say, I'll, you know, I'll be in Peru, I would rather like New York weather be miserable then. I'm a little selfish like that, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. And then I'm not, I am. Like, I'm a little selfish about it. Uh, there has to be bad weather time and t- you know. So I'd rather just be one when I'm not here. All right. Now, I heard it was it was a bit rainy over Pesach, so it looks like I, I, I did well there. But, you know, Sunday morning, I wake up, 70 degrees, get on my flight in Houston, and I land, and it's in the 40s. And I'm like, what the heck? It is late April, and it's flipping 40 degrees out there. How? I didn't, I didn't bring no sweaters to Houston. You crazy? And even the last few days here, it's been, like, damp and wet and, like, fitties and... Hey... I mean, can I complain overall about the ones or no? But come on, the late April shenanigans, the May shenanigans, ain't nobody got time for that. No time for that. Otherwise, uh, what we're gonna have going on in this show? And sorry for the quick opener, but what we're gonna have on for this show is Tovin Israel. She'll join us at 10 a.m. as she speaks with Shoshana goldest Goldist, excuse me, Shoshana Goldist at 10 a.m. Um, with iConnect, and Joanna Shepson joins the program at 9.30 a.m. with an intriguing interview um, about a new online program from Yad Vashem, really uh, an apropos time to play it, as tonight is Yom HaShoah, and, uh, and in Israel, I guess, just in a few hours. So you'll want to, stick to the, stay tuned here for that at 9.30 and again, 10 a.m. Tov in Israel will have her interview, and then the segment that has no name, TBD, we'll see if that takes place. Or not. But for now, like I said, we're going to go a cappella style music for the next several weeks, about a month or so, and we'll start things off. We finally have a song to start things off. You know, I always start off with Mahapecha Shal Simcha, and then it was a, uh, a bit of an issue because there was never a, uh, a good a cappella version of it. And then the Y Studs came together, they heard my pleas, and in March, they released this one. So here we go a cappella version of Mahapecha Shal Simcha, and this one, Zan size right here at the Nakhum Segal Network. Da-da-da
1: as there's one to be we- Avinu, avinu, sheba shemaim, she titmaleh hakamim, ha'tan ve'akala, We Pharmacy, Achel, are not coming, to be able Pharmacy. to David in the Bethel of Ad Pharmacy, Ach, he in, in the he not come in, he ah Huh? We are all struggling and we are waiting to Messiah He will only come when we When we all get along, everyone's waiting for we should pray in Mashiach Let's clap one another and break forth in song. Break out in song
2: to apologize for the previous 24 seconds.
0: And we are back here on Bite Size Bottom of Hour Number One. It's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Yona Kobo. Again, this is a, uh, a really a perfect interview for today, as uh, tonight in Israel, tonight in America, it is Yom HaShoah, Israel. Um, I shouldn't say Israel; I should say Holocaust Memorial Day. Um, again, tonight and tomorrow, all over the world. So this is Joanna Shepson's interview with Yona Kobo from Yad Vashem, from one of the uh, the new online exhibits. Of Yad Vashem, which you could take a look at, and Joanna and Yona will talk about it right now, right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Single Network.
2: Thank you, Yoni. So this year, before Holocaust Memorial Day, known in Israel as Yom HaShoah B'Hakvura, I want to share a new exhibit with you that is going to be produced by Yad Vashem online, um, which is an exhibit that will reach people all over the world. So I'm sitting with Yona Kobo and she is the Online Exhibitions Coordinator for Yad Vashem. Hi, Yona, how are you?
3: I am fine, thank you.
2: So I'm really excited to talk to you because I feel like we can bring a piece of Yad Vashem to people all over the world, that they can experience Holocaust Memorial Day in such a meaningful way. Can you tell me a little bit about your new online exhibition?
3: Yeah, that exhibition is an exhibition of last letters written by a later they became later victims. They didn't know when they wrote the letters that it will be their last letter. But it happened that it was their last letter and they wrote it to family members and relatives from all over Europe while they are in hiding from ghettos, from camps, from...
2: And how did you collect these letters? Are these letters you had before? Yeah, okay.
3: The Yad Vashem uh, Archives has a very large collection of personal letters. And those letters were donated to Yad Vashem over the years by family members. Those who received the letters donated it to Yad Vashem. And when they did it, it was like they are donating to Yad Vashem pieces of their heart because it was the last thing they had, the last physical thing they had from relatives. Although sometimes they have a photo left to remember their relatives, but that is like um, a last remain meaning and physical, personal, and unique the victim's handwriting.
2: Yeah, and some of these letters you can even see teardrops.
3: Yeah, because on. you know the teardrops uh, are tears of the writers and probably the receivers because sometimes they are keeping it for many years until one day they decide we should give it to Yad Vashem. It should be uh, for uh, safekeeping at Yad Vashem uh, archives, and it will be uh, a memory.
2: So one of the so really important parts of Yad Vashem is not only telling the story of the Holocaust, but keeping the memory of these people alive.
3: Yeah, of course, because... Uh, Each uh, letter is is an individual and also a family. And with those letters, we can tell the fate of people during the Shoah, during the Holocaust, and restore their names and
2: faces. And do you have any idea how these letters actually got delivered? It seems incredible to think that these people received them.
3: People are very surprised to know that uh, post-work, the entire war. People still uh, wrote to each other. Some of the letters uh, were delivered even years after they were written because they were kept by neighbors. And only after the war was over and survivors started to go back to the places they were uh, departed with their family before and some neighbor gave them a letter that was left to them, or someone buried um, a letter in the yard, or they sent it to other places outside Europe, and that's how uh, they received the letters. And some of them were in hiding, and they received the letters, and they could keep it.
2: It's incredible. Each I know the letter it's...
3: is a unique story and a unique drama, and the letters are written in... Or our online exhibition in a variety of languages because the letters are from all over Europe. Sure. So in that specific online exhibit, we have letters from Hungary, Germany, the Czech lands, France, Italy, the Netherlands, and Russia. And,
2: and did you translate those letters for the online exhibit?
3: Yeah, we translated them. Uh, we have experts at the Vashem for all languages, almost all European languages when we translated it uh, to Hebrew and English. The online exhibition is in two languages, English and Hebrew. And so it's dec- accessible for everybody.
2: Right. Can you explain a little bit more? When I know when the online exhibit is open, people will be able to come in and then they'll choose what type of letters they want to read or what languages. How do you, what is now the, the homepage? Everything is
3: translated uh, into English, and but they can Actually, see the the original letter online, uh-huh. alongside the translation. They can see the entire letter. Sometimes I'm talking about a letter. It could be two lines written by a child right. to his father. Sometimes it's like a couple of pages. Depend. Each letter is different, uh, in its in its language. And uh, many of them, uh, we are surprised to find that a lot of hope is still there. People are really believing that they will see each other again. Right. They have no idea what is ahead of them.
2: And what are some of the special stories that you know from going through all these letters to set up the exhibit? What are some of the stories you can tell us?
3: Yeah, The most moving stories are, of course, letters written by children. Uh, children, their story online at that specific uh, exhibit. They were killed, they were murdered, and they wrote it to family members, and most of their family survived. So it's very tragic to think of a child, 10 years old, or even less, writing a last letter to his father or mother. And sometimes the parents did survive. Yes. And I think for me as a a researcher, it's so hard, you know, to learn about those stories. When children are involved,
2: and definitely to think of the
3: parents that should go on later without their children—it's really heartbreaking. And we have, for uh, example, one story written uh, by a ten years old boy in Amsterdam. He was in hiding. His entire family was in hiding, but they were separated. Each one was in a different hiding place, so they won't be caught. And that boy, Marcus, um, was hiding, uh, and uh, he wrote a letter to his grandparents, a very naive, uh, innocent letter. He doesn't tell much, but he hopes that they are fine. He, he worries about his grandparents, and then he was sent from Amsterdam to um, Theresien you know, at the Czech lands and later to Auschwitz. His mother and father, his grand- mother and grandfather survived the war, and he didn't. No. we received that letter, because his parents, after the war, they uh, emigrated to the United States, and they had a daughter, Lenny. She was born in 1949 in New York. Um, a few years ago, I think three, four years ago, she donated to Yad- the letters, family photographs, and even some uh, drawing that her brother that she had never seen ever uh, sent to his family. And that is only one letter of a child from Amsterdam. The letter is written in the Dutch language. And you can see the parents. We don't have their testimony, but we believe that it was so hard, you know, to live after such a tragedy. But they right. found strength to continue. I think that is also something you can learn from those exhibits because we bring also the stories of the survivors. Right. Because someone donated the Advershem death letter. Or the other letter, most of the uh, people who donated are family members. Many so times, the survivors.
2: Most of the the on of, of the online ex- exhibition, you'll talk, you'll tell stories of the actual family also connected yeah, to the letter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We
3: have a page with the story of the letter, and of course the family, because we want to those letters to give some kind of uh, the full picture of what happened in Europe.
2: Yes. Yeah, in
3: those uh, years, and to make it all over Europe. We have one letter from the east of Europe, the north, and so on.
2: And so for those who are listening, how can they access this exhibition? Will it be on your homepage, on Yad Vashem your, dot or, org, Yeah, it dot will I. be on
3: our homepage for the week or the month, the, the coming months. And later, it's part of our... Um, online collection of exhibitions and it will be under exhibitions.
2: Wonderful. So I hope that our listeners will be able to have even an, an even more meaningful experience this Yom HaShoah and be able to take a piece of all this, the important work that Yad Vashem is doing and be able to access it anywhere that they are in the world. Yeah, so I, hope,
3: I hope so as well because we know today that we can relate to that um, theme of the Holocaust, that terrible tragedy Maybe only by personal stories. Right. We cannot, we cannot cope with the big numbers with so many people murdered in in so many terrible ways. But to, we can relate to a story of one child, one family. That's Definitely. What I think uh, that is why it's so relevant. Because people we can identify with those personal stories.
2: Right. And there's so much more that Yad Vashem has to offer when people, when you know, the listeners come to Israel, it should definitely be one of the museums on everyone's itinerary. And maybe we'll even do some future interviews about other areas and other exhibits that exist in Yad Vashem itself. But this online exhibit really is very special and is going to go live um, the, right before Yom HaShoah. And you can find it at yadvashem.org.il. Yona, thank you very much for talking with us.
3: Thank you.
2: And I'm be sure well. that, that this interview will leave a lasting impression on many people. So I think that your work is so important. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. And now back to you, Yoni.
0: Thank you, Joanna, and thank you, Yona Kobo. Joanna Shepson can be found at and Jerusalem funindarishlam, on Facebook or Instagram, where um, if you uh, follow her, I promise you that uh, you notice that she totally just knocked it out of her park, her and her team. Over the course of Pesach, the month of Nissan, which is always extremely busy for her and her team, uh, just an amazing Pesach guide. And uh, I personally uh, referenced several of my friends who asked me if uh, you know if I knew anything about certain activities to do in Jerusalem. I said honestly, just go to funinjerusalem and check it out online, and there'll be plenty of things. And I've heard back already from a few of them that said those were some really unique and cool activities. I said hey, I talk about it on air all the time, and I'm glad. Uh, it is paying off and that people are recognizing it. So again, FunInDrewslam.com FunInDrewslam.com, FunInDrewslam on Facebook and Instagram for all of uh, the cool and different activities. This was specific to Nissan, but I promise you, it is all year round as well. More coming up, Tovin Israel's interview at 10 a.m. in the segment that has name, no name with Miriam al Wallach to de- be determined, but I think it is likely. But for now, more acapella music right here on Bite Size at the Nahum Single Network. <laughs>
4: Allah
1: cannot be Eret Israel. He nida Israel. I ma'apilim, me'ginim, man who is a man ha'ivrit, a man who is de Oh Stop I <laughs> shall been all around the world, seen a lot of faces, never know where I was on the horizon. Ooh, well I know, I know, I know, I know, so will be rising back home. No, we won't forget
5: where we came from, the
1: city won't change us, we be to the same job Change us. We beat to the same drum. You say that it's hard standing still. Don't you know that I spend all my nights counting backwards the days till I'm home? I know my kingdom awaits, and they've forgiven my mistakes, I'm coming.
0: We're back here on Bite Size, time for hour number two, and uh, we start things off here with Tova in Israel's interview with Shoshana Goldist from iConnect, right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network.
6: Thank you, Yoni. I'm sitting here with my next Tova Talks radio interview with Shoshana Seidel Goldist of iConnect Israel.
7: Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you.
6: Okay, before we get into what sounds like a very exciting uh, internet uh, website, iConnect, uh, let's hear a little bit about you.
7: What's your background? So um, I was born and I grew up in Canada, Toronto. Uh, I made Aliyah with my family when I was 12. Oh, yeah, really age. young. <laughs> I, it actually worked out perfectly. At the like, I was nervous at the beginning just because uh, it's a very young age and you're exactly with all your friends and bar bat mitzvahs and everything. Right. But it was the perfect age because school wise. The kids in Israel just changed to a new school, so I like started fresh with them, and I was young enough to catch on to the language really easily, uh-huh. relatively. Yeah. So I was very lucky when it came to like school-wise, and and I fit in perfectly with the with my friends. So it worked out really well.
6: So people that are are thinking about Aliyah but are nervous because they have kids in that age range, you're saying go for it.
7: Uh, it works out really well for me. <laughs> Each person is individual, but. Um, I'm very thankful to my parents every day that they brought me here.
6: Where did they move to?
7: Um, they moved to Mala Uh huh.
6: And now you don't live near. You don't live in Mala Adumim now. You're living. No, down. I live
7: in Kivachumal. Um, I studied in Barilan for my two degrees. So yeah. we fell in love with the community and just stayed on.
6: So what's it like, I guess you moved here when you were 12, and now you're raising kids here. It must be very different from how, you know, your young years started.
7: Um, I think it's a dream. Um, I think it's my parents' dream, my mom's dream more than anything. Um, That was one reason why she moved to Israel, because it was very important for her that we meet someone Jewish, and we grew up... um, our children grow up Jewish and uh, at the time we didn't really understand but it's true like all my ch- chugim there any a- other activity other than school it was mixed with non-Jews wow. so it was really important for her that we find Jewish people and um, raise a Jewish family and and we're living that dream and my kids are living in Israel and it's a completely different environment but the more I'm here the more I realize like I love it.
6: It's amazing. Well that really gets me into my next question because you're working for a company called iConnect Israel, Israel Yeah, and uh, I guess just a little bit of background, people sign up to this website and they have challenges to play games, um, answer questions so that it, they could feel that connection to Israel. So I guess what you were saying living in Canada, you, were, you didn't feel that necessarily, your mother felt like she had to move you to Israel to feel that connection but now you're giving all these people that are not living in Israel this, this ability to feel that connection even though they're not living here.
7: Yeah. A hundred percent. It's something that, um, it took me a while to find this job. I was, I studied criminology. I worked with wow. kids at you with at risk, um, kids and youth at risk for many years. Um, and then I found myself with a child and it was really hard cause most of the work is at night. So then I was a banker <sighs> and then after being a banker for three years, this job came up and it like fell into my lap and it was like built for me. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, hundred percent feeling that need to connect people to Israel no matter where you are. And what's so special about this platform is that it's really non political. Um, or we try as much as possible to be non political cause Israel in general, um, it's usually raises <laughs> emotions, but, um, but it's allowing people to connect in different ways. Um, it's a free platform. Um, let's, re- let's repeat that. It's a free platform. <laughs> yes. Uh, the signing up is via Facebook or email. Um, and it's really just to be able to give people full access to our content and to allow us to know that there's a real person behind it because any action that's done on the platform rewards you with points. So you could actually claim free rewards for engaging with Israel. Um, so we want to make sure that these free vouchers are actually going to real people. So that's why the registration has to be uh, real. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, it's, it's encouraging people to find their love and connection to Israel just by day to day things. If it's through food, if it's through, um, culture, if it's through pop culture, every person, if it's through history, every person like with what they enjoy and what they like can find that on the platform and connect to Israel in their own way.
6: You know what I love about it? You know, when people say, you know, a trip to Israel is in the future, but they don't know when this really, or they just took a trip to Israel now they're leaving and they feel like they're missing out on that connection. This yeah. really gives them this platform to, to, to hold on to that, you know, tight feeling of missing
7: togetherness. Yeah. It's really bringing people together, no matter where you are in the world, you're part of it. Like, uh, anyone who supports Israel should feel part. And this is kind of allowing them to do so and getting an immediate satisfaction with the small rewards, but like giving an immediate satisfaction of, Hey, I actually got something for this and encouraging them to do it more so they don't lose that connection.
6: Wow. Okay. So let's talk practically, first of all, about the challenges. What are like some typical challenges that people could, when they sign up, they could,
7: uh, see on the website. So I think the most, uh, addicting ones from what I've heard from all the, <laughs> my friends are the trivias. We have lots of trivias on different topics. So you could pick a topic that interests you and Test your knowledge and check your answers at the end and learn the facts if the, the fact you got it wrong so we tell you what the right answer was. Uh-huh. Um, we have short articles so that you could go on and read and just learn more if you're less into trivia. We have max challenges where it's more intricate and more um, built up uh, surrounding different topics. So we have Israeli television, we have, uh, it it constantly changes, um, but we have different geography areas, um, with Passover coming up, we're going to have different um, trips that you could do with downloadable maps, so it's going to be really fun, um, and content is always changing and uploading, and uh, we have different polls, social media, so really everyone could find themselves on the platform.
6: And each of those challenges have a certain amount of points that people earn, Yeah. and then what are some examples of things that they can earn? What are the motivations? So, <laughs> so besides, for, besides feeling connected to Israel, <laughs> right?
7: So, just for signing up, you're getting 500 points, which if okay. you're coming to Israel or if you're in Israel, that's a free cup of coffee in Cafe Cafe. Oh, so amazing! Yeah, it's worth it There's a day with a cup of coffee so to go.
6: Right now, if you're coming to Israel, sign up right now. 500 points. You guys are ready for a free cup of coffee.
7: <laughs> um, but it ranges to such a wide. Uh, we have breakfast for two, so if you're coming, it's a great outing. Um, we have pizza. We we have I jump if you have kids and you want to have a fun activity, we have movie tickets, we have uh, diving in a lot. We have jeeping, so if you're coming on a tour and you want something more um, uh, geared to that, then we have those options as well. And if you're not planning on coming now, we have stuff for you guys as well. We have Starbucks, Bed, Bath & Beyond, and CVS. Oh, so um, well, yeah, you, you still get a rewards in America for uh, playing, you know, games in yeah, Israel. Yeah, you, or you could accumulate it for your next trip and have, like, a larger trip when you come here. and Do they Yeah. Like, they, they do have expiry dates. Um, it depends on the coupon. It's usually good for at least a half a year to a year. So Uh depending on the coupon, but if there's a problem, you could always message us and we'll, we'll help you out if that's an issue.
6: Uh Okay. No, because if people are thinking, planning a trip, let's say two years down the line, I guess.
7: Right. So they could keep their points and get it when they're about to come. The Uh points do not expire. Oh, okay. The vouchers can expire. The points themselves do not expire. So you could accumulate as many points as you want. And then prior to your trip, just get the coupons that you want for your trip. There's, then, there's always new coupons coming. Yeah.
6: Right. Okay. So that's a, as long as they know that the, the,
7: the, the, the points, points, the, yeah. points
6: don't expire. the don't expire. No. Okay. So they could keep cumulati- accumulating, accumulating them. Fantastic. Um, where did this idea come from? Who started it? where did it come from? What was the motivation
7: behind it? So it actually started, um, with someone um, who, who worked in the industry in the tourism industry for 16 years uh-huh. um he had a sim company okay. and he he really saw a need to keep people connected and the thought originated to keep people connected to the brand of the sim and it quickly they realized that there's something so much bigger and that when you come to israel you fall in love and you kind of go back and there's this gap because you want to feel that connection when you go back home but it's hard with the day-to-day life to right. keep it. Right. And they decided to make it, um, just surrounding Israel in general and allowing people to connect to Israel as opposed to just a brand. So it really started off as a business idea, but very quickly they realized it was something so much bigger, very Zionist, um, uh, approach and just allowing people to connect and stay connected to Israel, which is where I came in and fell in love with that product. Cause <sighs> that's just, it's it's everything it's it's so needed in our days and people are looking for it and people are looking for a way to do it and it's just it's an it's an incredible product do your kids play on the any of the challenges. Um so sometimes I'll ask them questions and they'll answer, but for them to I don't let them too much on the computer yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're still very young. So when they're older they'll definitely My family is obsessed with it. Um It's great. Yeah, my my dad always keeps on playing, my mom, my sisters, they yeah, 100%. You
6: know what I was thinking, like it sounds great for tourists that are, that are coming, but the truth is it's also amazing for People that made Aliyah recently or not so recently that sometimes, you know, in the beginning of Aliyah, you have this, uh, you look through, you look at Israel through rose colored glasses, you know, everything is, is perfect. And then after a few years, you know, you need that, that rejuvenation of, you know, why you made Aliyah and uh, that passion and that love. So going on a website like this, it really, you know, brings you back to that,
7: you know to the love and passion, a hundred percent. And it's also, there's so many things that we don't know. Even if you've been living here for a year, even if you were born here, yeah. like my husband was born here and he still doesn't like, he still plays it. And he's like, Oh, that's really hard. Oh, or like where he likes the sports one. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't know that. And, and yeah, especially I love the innovation one. Cause I love finding out all the different things that Israel does. Like guess who is my childhood game? And like, apparently it's Israeli or like rummy cube. And it's wow. like, Who knew? Right. And it's just like these small facts that it's just like, I love you a little bit more now. Like that (laughs) you find this like
6: deeper appreciation for where you're living and uh, it's really a fantastic platform. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So let's talk practically now. How can people sign up, find you guys, play this, play all these challenges?
7: So you go to www.ikonnect.co.il. So it's I connect with a K. And you register with email or Facebook and... Or my link. I'm going to post my link also. hundred percent. Go through her link. She gets points. You get points for referring friends, which is awesome.
6: Amazing. Guys, uh, I want points also. I'd love a, you know...
7: <laughs> a free massage. We have massages. Oh, I, I really use that. There you go. There's nine kids Guys, to really get a free massage. <laughs> um, so a hundred percent. So go through her link and then share it with your friends and share your link. and um, And yeah, and just start playing go to the challenges go to the max challenges accumulate as as many points as you want and then head on to the reward page and start getting some free prizes thanks to israel yeah and guys get your kids on it also you know a hundred percent um it's definitely something that the whole family can play and something that everyone can really enjoy
6: shoshana so something that i recently learned about
7: you (laughs) (laughs) is uh
6: that you dishly chute out in sydney
7: Yeah. Um, actually it's Shurut Lumi for my second year. So I went out for a year. Um, and it was, I remember my interview, um, to be accepted to Sydney. And it was like the one moment where I realized how, like how much Israel had an influence on me. He asked me if I went there and I could make someone become more religious or, Love or more Zionist? Which one would it be? Uh And like, without a blink of my eye, I'm just like Zionist. He's like, what? I'm like, (laughs) he's like, he 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 wasn't expecting it. I'm like, it's very simple. When I came to Israel, I realized basically everyone's Jewish. You're Jewish. It's expected that you're Jewish, and now you have to find yourself inside Judaism. Like everyone here is like together. There's a very big togetherness. Now you have to decide how do you connect to Israel? And you find your place in Judaism when you're here in your own way and everything, as opposed to when I was growing up in Canada, it was you're Jewish or not. It doesn't matter what kind of Jew type of thing. It's yeah. you're Jewish. Right. Um, and when I came to Israel, it was really where I started searching myself and being able to connect to my Judaism as opposed to just
0: being Jewish, (laughs) Jewish,
7: which was something that I really loved, um, and, and connected me more to Israel. And I think that's what, and once I said it out loud, I realized that, that it's really thanks to Israel that I am who I am and how I am. And, and it's something that, which is why I'm so passionate about bringing Israel to everywhere. Even if you're not planning on coming here, you don't have to come here. Just that connection makes you feel part of it, which will allow you hopefully to feel part of something bigger and help you find yourself in that way.
6: It's so true, though. That's beautiful, but it's also it's so true because you know when you're in Israel, you know you're on the bus and you're getting off the bus, and the bus driver, who isn't necessarily a religious man, he's wishing you a good Shabbat shalom. A hundred
7: percent. You know when
6: you're living in a Jewish country, you know, or let's say I, I work, you know, I, I take tour, tours in uh, Machane and the shuk is closed on Shabbos, and they what I what I love about it is that before Shabbat, all the prices drop. Yeah, so that every well, first of all they want to sell their produce. I used to live in
7: Huelgoat; it was the best. My husband's like, I'm going down. It's
6: like five minutes to Chavez. No, but even more special than you know before Chavez, that things are getting so that are much cheaper. But even on a Sunday, when the things that weren't sold, they're left out for free. You know, like the produce is left out in boxes, so that people any em are coming by. It's not stuff maybe produce that I would necessarily you know buy them first hand but it's still edible and they're coming bites it, and it reminds you that you're in a country that cholesterol, are all everybody's responsible for each other everybody it,
7: everybody's they a care. family they we, just care yeah it's
6: like and yeah. it's uh, and we're lucky to live in a country where uh the Jewish identity is is strong no yeah. matter on what level Jew- Judaism you're on
7: yeah like he, you're just part of something yeah. people feel together yeah it's
6: amazing okay so you live out in Givat um, Yeah, it's not close to and It's not close to Jerusalem. But you've no. lived here for a very long time since you're twelve. So, is there one place in Israel that you could call your
7: Israel happy place? My hey, Israel happy place. I really like up north and down south. To be honest, it's not this. And everywhere not in between. Um, but like the views up north, I, I was my first year of Shirulumi, I was up north um, in the Galil. Um, yeah. So. What were you doing? First? I was uh, working with the youth at risk in a, in a youth village, uh-huh. um, Hodeyot. So it was right by Teferia. Okay. Um, and it's just the view there is breathtaking. Yeah. Um, but like that on one hand, on the other hand, the desert, and like you go down south and it's just like. It's breathtaking um, so I, I, I don't know but those would definitely be my happy places amazing
6: anyway Shoshana I wish you continued success with uh, with everything in life Thank raising you. your children in Israel and uh, instilling this passion for love of Israel and also instilling the passion and love of Israel with everybody in the world through I connect
7: really Thank you so much
6: so uh, everybody follow I connect I k-o-n-n-e-c-t dot co dot uh, dot il uh the link is going to be there my link so that i could go get my free massage <laughs> um and uh have fun playing games and earning rewards and make sure to tell us what you earned you know we want to hear it uh thanks shoshana thank you so much for having me thanks yoni back to you
0: thank you tova and thank you shoshana goldist of i Tova and Israel on facebook and on instagram where you could follow her along of course her shook tours which she so famously does, but also everything else going on in her life and in the land of Israel, TovanIsrael.com, Israel on all other social media platforms. More coming up. The segment that has no name, I've been told, is determined to take place this week. It's been a while, but it'll take place this week towards the end of the show as we wrap things up. But for now, more acapella music on Bite Size right here at the Nachum Signal Network
1: Oh, oh, is oh, mitzvah, oh, 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 Snare me to me, in the kids, <laughs> to the midst, small, and me to the the midst, small, and me to the midst, the to me the Oh oh I kitana <úsica> the mary oh oh kitana the oh Oh, 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 It's Kids the It's the a It's It's a a Prove me I love my God oh, oh. mitzvah, mitzvah, the Dover we're not mitzvah. we mitzvah. We're a mitzvah. we mitzvah. We're not a mitzvah. we mitzvah. Oh, we mitzvah. We're not mitzvah. mitzvah. We're not a we a we we خشدی بر تو به سیشکاین به سایل talking out let go. From the aroma coming from the kitchen, so we're playing this game just like I told ya. By the light of the Hanukkah menorah, we had to finish the round. I couldn't wait though. I knew my mom was frying a potato. They were like this fresh and delicious. My girl got up and I got suspicious. She said, well, "Relax now, don't be a hater. I'm just gonna help her put away the greater In the night, we lit the lies like magic. I'm <laughs> a How could she? Eat? If I told her at NTSY I spun a drill like a thousand times and I I'm so good. Now I'm flying high. With all my friends at the Shabbat Tone. Singing mirror so loud, everyone knows that it it's on. Wish I could do this every day. And soon, summer colder. And DJJ saying, What's your chapter? What's your region? While other people singing, Tis the season. We feeling it warm while the weather gets colder. Cause we get presents eight times over. 613, it's a miracle. We light the candles and we celebrate the miracles. So, Hatsameha, they reach from NCSY. And 613. Baby, I like it. No am over. Baby, I like the channels on my gonna we know is where I'm meant to be I'll be there someday I can go the distance I will find my way if I can be strong I know every mile will be worth my while when I go can face its harms. God. Till I find ah, my ah, hero's ah, welcome ah, way. Ah. sham nashir shir khadash u bil nana nab arasal man anecdote is barasti misal akhosyai malik bir kas hasan
8: Ha ha no way le ho void is ha ha toy shim kho ul kho no way ul no way ha ha toy shim kho no ho oh, oh, boy, oh, oh, do
5: I thought <laughs> you'd
8: And to you, Noel. And to you, Noel.
5: To you, the
1: Shamayim Vareth, Aliten la motragleha, Ariyanum shomreha. Inelo yanum, yanum, velo yan shomer Israel. Hashem shomreha, Hashem zirra, Aliad ye minerah.
7: יומם השמש
1: לא יקקה וירח בלילה השם ישמורך מכל רע ישמור את נפשך השם ישמור צדך ובואיך מעטם שיר Es a elay ele harim ma'ein ez'ri boezrim azrim im asher o se shalai va'aret al iter lavotagla al yanum shomrerah Hinelo <speaking> Yanum, ve'lo <people> ishan Shomer Israel. Hashem Shomreha, Hashem Zilha, Aliad Yemineha. Yomam Hashemesh, lo Gega, Lea Reah Balaila. Hashem ishmoha mikora, ishmoha. Et nafshecha, Hashemish is shomer you. Meata veAdolam. Nay, na, the day of the day is not going a be And will be in the night The Lord will make you from all evil Make your soul The Lord I had a dream so big and loud. I jumped so high I touched the clouds. Whoa. 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 <speaking in Spanish> Loud. I jumped so high I touched the clouds Whoa, oh, 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 oh. I stretched my hands up to the sky We danced with monsters through the night Whoa, oh, oh, oh. vanities, no Bam. limits just epiphanies She ba shamaim Yeachad, lebe lebe Nephtach ve tigua Laeva This is gonna be the best day of my life My la a a a a a This is gonna be the best day of my life
0: And we are back here on Bite Size to wrap things up, and it's time for the segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach. to my left. Good morning, Miriam.
9: Shalom to you.
0: We uh, the last time we wrapped things up here on Bite Size, I think we discussed Purim. I don't want to say your hatred towards Purim, but and I don't want to say your indifference towards Purim. Somewhere you in can the middle. Say anathema. If the spectrum starts, I I don't know that word, so that's why I can't say it. Okay. I literally can't say it. What was the word? Anathema. Anathema. Okay, it so doesn't mean say hatred, it. but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Synonym for Hatred. Who mm-hmm. knew? I'm going to have to use that on Twitter so you could like it. Um, that's Only if li- it has
9: anything to do with sports that I don't understand.
0: Right. But at least you'll you'll understand the anathema. So uh, that's how we, we we wrapped things up last time on Bite Size. And I said as we get closer to Pesach, we'll probably, on the other side sure. of the spectrum, talk about your love for Pesach. I love Pesach. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to do that before Pesach. Yeah, but here I'm we are around. a few days after Pesach. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you are around and um, I guess myself, and I'm sure many of the collective people here listening mm-hmm. want to know if your love for peso oh, did, did it all work out? Was it um, was it an exciting time? Was it a um, how, how should we put this in a word I don't that, know, but I that, think
9: I have no problem being honest right. Um, as some people know, and I'm sure our listeners, you know, some listeners know or have noticed that I haven't really been around in the last number of weeks.
0: I uh, haven't noticed. Uh,
9: thank you. Uh, my mother is in hospice and right. is not well, and so um, Pesach was complicated. Unfortunately, still my favorite holiday. Good. Um, but you know, there's a there's an ad- there was an added stress. So while, um, or I should say, not stress but tension. So while turning over a house and making yuntif, and scaring the living daylights out of your kids that they can't get chametz anywhere in the house is enough of a task right this became a little bit more tasked so um but still there were plenty of highlights plenty of good divrei torah shared at the seder table plenty of good food thank you very much shared at the seder table i was
0: say whenever a seminary girl comes comes back yes. or, or a yeshiva boy yes. usually there's more torah added to a seder i've noticed at least personally
9: Right, so we we still kept 2 hour one per person per center oh, rule. Oh, I mean
0: one per person. And what happens if if someone doesn't oh, want to do no, it? No, no, another no, no. Get two? There's another person no, You don't get
9: to no. bank it. All I right. can't stand this enough. Everybody with these shenanigans. Um, Especially
0: when thank God you have a lot of kids at a thank center. Thank
9: God, exactly. And what was most interesting was um, we had a doctor on call who was with us for Yantif. Sure. Um, and so that's not your husband. That is not my husband. Um, though, Stephen <laughs> went on a crazy number of Hutzala calls the first days of Yontif. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, people have a lot of company around and also other people are away. So. Right. Right. Oh, so think, other okay. people, okay. meaning Hutzala members are right. away. So you, you may end up doing double duty. Well, forget double duty. I mean, we did, I haven't not slept through the night like this since I've had infants. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <That> radio <laughs> kept on going off. It was crazy. Um, but but no but we had a really nice time. So the 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 doctor who we had staying with us for Yentev who was on call was literally running out. You know, there's what are you going to do? You know, there's, guess, yeah. you have a patient in the ICU, you got to go. Right. Um. So that was that was interest. That was certainly interesting. Um. But there was there was a lot of fun, and I was pat and and she would come back from the hospital and then tell us. So I ate with this family in the beaker colon room, <laughs> <laughs> and I met these people who just had a baby, and you know yeah. it was. There was a that's lot. Nice. Of, yeah, exactly, always, yeah. exactly. There was a lot of good stuff that happened this Yontif for sure. My kids had fun. at great adventure. Nice. Yeah, that's always a fun. staple on Kol Correct.
0: There was a concert there, right?
9: There were a couple concerts Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Nahum was super busy Monday, Tuesday right, with I Ali Gerstner Just Those concerts. On Instagram. He's like I everyone. know it's it's rare that in the last eight years, seven years, however long we say I've been here, um, that I miss concerts that Nahum is emceeing, but I right. did not attend anything mm-hmm. for obvious reasons as holmoid. Um but um but whatever there was still plenty of mazabrai and plenty of laughs and plenty of good stuff and and thank god
0: plenty of matzo brai. So Pesach is still your number 1. Still. Purim is still not your number 1 and still. nowhere clear close to number 1.
9: Correct. Correct. I'm not even looking forward to Shavuos.
0: You're not looking at another 3-dayer.
9: It's a three-day – even though it's Milchix and Milchix is totally right. my oh, jam. And, uh, you know, obviously I was learning other – you know, hanging out with the kids more intensely. I was learning other terminology. Like when we had a guest over, he's like, this matzo bra is fire. <laughs> like, I don't, is that good? He's like, yes, it's good. See, when it's you good, said I terms,
0: I was assuming some sort of like yeshiva term or no, some sort of, No, no. talking about like young person slang. Yeah,
9: young people thing. Yeah. Um, so whatever it was it was it was certainly good. It was right. hectic. 8 days,
0: highs and lows, tensions, Correct. but excitement, but yeah, but good, good stuff time and just and happy
9: to have everybody home. Right. Really happy to have everybody is, home.
0: Is today on Wednesday at whatever time it is right now, everyone still home or Yes. Oh,
9: nice. Yes. Okay. Everyone is still home. We extended her ticket. Oh, for how much longer do we know? Till Monday, please. Oh, go. cool. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm happy to have her around. That is for sure.
0: Yeah, I've seen the, t- the way you two interact. It seems like you'd be happy to have yeah, her around. <laughs> and yeah, And other people also. I'm sure the a, rest of your family. She's says.
9: a good egg. I'm not sure that her Havrusas are so happy she's still here. But Did they restart Oh, already? for sure. Are I you kidding me? Everybody whole... left Sunday. Oh,
0: wow. I, for some reason, I thought it was like all of Nissan. You're Nished. just gone. Like, Nished. No matter She's what. actually...
9: She <laughs> I said to her, I'm like, what are you doing today? She's like, I don't know. I have nobody around. She'll find something to learn, no, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, so uh whatever. All right.
0: Well, I wish... Uh, you and your family, I guess. Thank you. Uh, strength. Strength. The word is, is the strength. Word it, that is strength. the word. Not anathema. The word of, of this, uh, the word this segment is strength.
9: Strength. Correct. Correct. And we should all have to Tovot, and we should all share And uh, Hopefully the next yeah.
0: time we speak, we'll be on the live lunch.
9: Yes. Please, God. We will do the live lunch tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that it's goes. All right. Thank you. Are you so happy to have me on?
0: It's great. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> now, I'm a barrel see, of laughs the right now. The way that this show is working... <laughs> Um, over the next few weeks, yeah. month, it'll be just interesting because it's unlikely we might we might not have this segment again for the rest of the the season just because Correct. we're going to only be on for an hour and we have interviews and music to get right adjustment so be, to you it'll be a a what's what's a, a bite sized version of bite size I don't even know what that's called half it's a, bite. Uh, it's a half bite? Is it's that a different? half bite. Uh, I people think people you... do half bite? I mean, I guess there are people. Yeah.
9: Or, a, 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 I mean, and the French term Miniature. for- Miniature. Yeah, for like, in the words of an amuse-bouche is
0: like a one-biter kind. An Okay, so I can't say that either. So we're not going to- An amuse A half bite size version of bite size for the remainder of the time. So if this is our last time of the season, thank you. A one-biter? A one-bite?
9: No, because no. a one-biter one is bite still is a bite, bite size. size yeah. So it's got to be a half bite.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we'll thank you for the entire season. No, thank you. Time,
9: I always love coming on.
0: Until next time. You got it, buddy. All right, and that wraps things up here on this episode of Bite Size. Wednesday's live launch with Avrami Fingelstein coming up in just a few seconds. Thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me. My name is Joni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.